All right. Meeting is now. Oh, that's on the. Yep. This is going to be fun. Buckle up. All right. So good evening to where you're at. We've got uh, we've got two countries tuning in. This is a lot of what you've been waiting for. Uh, we have the Battle of the Board Shorts, and uh, this is something that I think everyone has been looking forward to. There has been um, video leaked out. There's been audio. There's been edited clips coming all over for the world, England, Europe, South America, the U.S., and uh, joining us this evening, which I know it's 11.30, guys, your time, so thank you very much for your time, Kyle and, and Elliot. And I know, Jeremy, uh, you are, you know, making the time and uh, traveling at the same time. So um, yeah. for those of you who don't know our guests, we have uh, three of the top five world champions in Beachbody in the 2019 Atlas season. And uh, of course, we have our bro host, uh, Chris Cruz and Texas director, uh, as you know, and uh, we're just going to hop right in because um, people are salivating and they, they have been, there have been messages all over the world coming in. Hey man, what are you guys going to talk about? What are you going to do? And what we first of all like to do, um, we'll start Kyle. Uh, Kyle, you took fourth place last year in the Atlas. This is uh, kind of how it started as an innocent live stream between uh, Elliot and you. And um, I know just to be respectful, the scorecard was super tight in the top five. We had Hugo Arimo. We had Kyle Green, we had Elliot Robinson, we had Ty Roll, and not in that order, of course, because Ty was third, Elliot, you were second, and then Jeremy once again took home the title, the check, and the Mr. Atlas trophy. So, Kyle, tell us a little bit about you. If you were to give us a resume about Kyle Green and where he came from and where he is now and where he's going, what would you say? Ooh, okay, guys, well... Thank you very much for having me on board. Um, obviously, I'm Kyle Green from Great Britain. Um, I've been competing since 2017, I believe, and I've always run through our local show in the UK, which is NFM UK, run by Suki. So some of you may know Suki when we travelled over to America for the Atlas, where we got to meet some of you guys. Um, great show. Honestly, great to get there. That's been the highest point so far in the competing career to get to the Atlas. It all started from NFM back in the UK. Um, back in 2017. So far, I think I've won about eight classes out of about 13 that we've kind of um, gone into from that point and, you know, had highs, had lows as, as everyone does. Um, and it's all about us coming back stronger when things go bad, when things go wrong. But I think um, in the spot men's physique, I've collected some good accolades so far, but I'm just ready to take it up a notch and see what I can do to go further and come back as well. Very good. Very good. And so you said you've competed for about two years. Now, how old are you now? I'm 27. You're 27. So yeah. you're you're just getting started in the fitness world and in your late 20s. I like it. I like to think so. Yeah, definitely. Um, I wish I got into it earlier, to be fair. But, you know, you just get into it when you kind of carry on. So you've made some drastic improvements in two years. There was a uh, there was a photo circulating of you, I think, at your first show and then at the Atlas. Uh, can you attribute any of your success or your gains or just really moving up in the in the ranks? Uh, what would you attribute that to? Hard work. Just your experience. It's your own journey. You know, you go through things and things might set you back. You know, everyone, every champion's got to go through some sort of adversity. And that's going to test them to make sure, you know, they know where they're headed, how they're going to get there, if they're really strong enough to dig deep and get to where they want to be. 
So in my experience so far, I've just thought, oh, you know, I'm, I'm on this path for a reason. Oh, we've got someone jumping on right there. Uh-oh. <laughs> Do you think we were going to let Ty roll out? Uh-uh. No, he's going to be in the party now. Now it's about to get spicy. I, I know you guys didn't know this. So for those of you who are watching, you may have hinted at it. But Kyle, now you've got two people that uh, you get to a challenge. So, Guys, get your so hey, on. wait a minute. Who, who are we missing? Who's who's out of this top five? Who are we missing? Hugo Arimo plays Hugo. first. Okay, Hugo, okay. Yeah. Right. Yes. So I have a feeling he's got something to say after this because he's doing a, a live chat right now on Instagram with uh, with his followers. And uh, I got to tell you, for, for those of you who don't know, we have uh, some of the top four athletes in the world also with following. A huge influence in GBO all around the world. And they are being followed by a lot of the pros in other organizations as well as ours. So uh, we've already heard from Kyle. And you know what, Ty, since you just jumped in, respectedly, you took third last year. And uh, I'd like to know a little bit about your resume as far as where you started, when you started, and some of your accolades, uh, because we've competed together for years now, and we go back a while. So tell us a little bit about you, and, and let's have you join the party. Uh, man, I started competing way, way back, um, actually, initially with MPC, uh, did a few shows with MPC, um, then transitioned to Musclemania, I did Musclemania for a while, I, there was one year, I think I won first at almost every show uh, in the state of Texas uh, for Musclemania, um, wasn't awarded the pro card, took a break, came back, jumped on GBO, um, you know, after after a few shows, finally got that pro card, and then, you know, since then I've been uh, I've been chasing uh, Jeremy Brandon for a while. So interesting. <laughs> now, hey. what year did you start competing, Ty? Uh, man, first show uh, unofficially, I'd say 2012 was my very first show, and that was no coach, no prep, nothing. Just kind of got up there. Hey, and Ty, I know what I could do? Ty, what was what was your attraction to coming over to GBO and competing? Man, GBO, the whole thing with GBO that attracted me was just, number one, the, the atmosphere, um, the way they catered towards the athletes, uh, man, just, just everything. Everyone was kind of just migrating uh, to GBO from several other organizations. And it just, it just the energy was different. The, the vibe was different. I mean, even the way you're treated by, by the expediters, everything was just a, a much more positive experience versus being moved around like a herd of cattle at some of the other, with some of the other organizations. Now you're coming off of a win off the storm classic. You took first in men's pro beach body three weeks before the Atlas this year. Yeah. Yeah. You, you also have developed many other GBO pros, uh, Mati Rodriguez, yep, yep, Jonathan yep. Guzman, coach of the year. Yep. Um, Israel Lopez stepped on stage with you way back when. Uh huh. So, I mean, you've got a little bit of a resume and, and how old are you now? Right now I'm 38 years old. About to hit 40, huh? There, yeah, I'm getting up there. Okay. So we now have Kyle at 27. We've got oh, wow. Ty, 38 years old. Yeah. Elliot, we go back to a young gun, and uh, Elliot finished runner-up. And uh, I have a feeling Ty has his eye on all of you um, as, uh, you know, he came off of, I think, his best year. And before I get to Elliot, I would, I would be willing to bet, Ty, I remember you questioning yourself. We oh, have absolutely. This conversation and tell me a little bit about when you question yourself whether you should move to classic or beach body and really when you made that decision to give one more year. What was that like? Um man, you know, I was getting a lot of feedback. Lots of people were telling me, "Oh, Ty's too big. 
uh, you know, you're too big, whatever the case may be, you know, my size, whatever. Um, I got critiques um, from from every show and, and the feedback was just making me think maybe maybe that's what I need to do. Maybe I need to go ahead and, and do that. I, I honestly thought um, maybe it was just conditioning. So uh, when when I got the critiques back and they said I was too big or or I wasn't lean enough, I was like, well, you know what, let me let me give this one more shot. And I'm gonna go all out with just going for conditioning. Even though I'm I'm a bigger guy, you know, off season I'm walking around at 245, 250 pounds, you know. So, so to 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 shave down and get ready for for beach. And I know I'm a tall dude, man, six three. It's hard to grow those legs. So, uh, I didn't want to, you know, I'm 38, man. I'm not trying to put on, you know, I'm not trying to destroy my kneecaps and 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 hurt myself in the process, um, but. You know, I thought it was it was a more attainable goal. I said, let me just give it one more hoorah. And then if if I didn't, you know, make it, so be it. I just focus on coaching because I've, I've got a lot of people up on the stage. I've had a lot of people that succeeded. Um, you know, there, there was times where I had people, I, I were getting ready for shows, getting their pro cards while I sat aside and watched them. You know, there was a, there was a year I took off completely. And I, you know, some, I, I had guys getting their pro cards um, that I had beat years previous. So, you know, that's, that's kind of, kind of the, the, the seat I've taken. And I've been humbled many, many, many times where I, you know, I thought I'm going to come in, I'm going to kill this, uh, whatever the case may be. And I've learned just to be like, you know what, I'm going to take this critique. Uh, I'm going to look and, and, and see what, what everybody's up to. I'm going to size up the competition. And I'm going to come in the best I can, you know, I'm going to put in the work. I'm going to do, do the things that nobody else I think is going to do. And um, you know it's 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 crazy. This this was uh, probably my most successful year uh, with competing. My my success is mostly within the fitness industry as a trainer. You know, not so much as a competitor, but but uh, it's it's been a blessing. So I'm I'm excited, man. Pit crew has a following. You know, you want a trip uh, to compete in Europe uh, through my show, and it looks like um, you know we have some UK guys that might welcome you over. Or maybe a pro show over there. So let's let's talk. I, and Elliot, you might be the youngest. Give me a, give me your age and a little bit of your resume. So let, let's hear it yeah. from the uh, the youngest competitor. What's going on? Thank you for having me as well, man. I appreciate it. Well, obviously, yes, I am the youngest. I'm 25. So oh, wow. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm shooting for the young guys. <laughs> but um, even though I'm only 25, I've competed like in 13 shows, including the Atlas, which was the 13th show. Um, so I've been competing. I suppose since when 2016 was my first ever show. So, and I think out of 13 shows, I managed to take 10 wins. So it's been, it's been like a pretty a kind of successful journey. Like I've been roughly around kind of, I've had the highs and lows, don't get me wrong, but I've had quite a decent success like throughout them 13 shows, um, which has kind of just pushed me towards in uh, competing with NFM. To, for that hopefully qualifying for the GBO, which obviously I managed to get out there. And that, to be honest, that was a huge, huge thing for me because obviously Helen qualified as well through the other NFM show. So to be able to kind of get out and compete in the GBO with, with my girlfriend as well, which is, was just unbelievable. Like it was such a sick journey to share together as well as like with the rest of like the GB squad. So, and like the Atlas was just unbelievable in general, man. Like, the atmosphere, like exactly what you said, Ty, the atmosphere of the GBO is like no other show I've ever competed in, to be fair. Like everyone was having a good kind of crack, good atmosphere with each other backstage. No one was kind of 
don't know, cutting everyone off and being weird with everyone, which is kind of something that I've something that I've experienced, and I'm sure you guys have over in the states as well. Like we've all experienced that before. You're just trying to kind of everyone's in their own zone, but it's it it doesn't take much to say hi. Do you know what I mean? And I think some guys, when you are in that mental zone, go a little bit too like I can't talk to anyone. I have to be literally solely focused on this, but. As I say, yeah, so that's what led me to the GBO and I'm honestly more excited than ever to hopefully get back this year. Fingers crossed, everything all as well. And we'll uh, yeah, get back up there this year. Very good. Nice. Now it's time to poke the bear. Chris Cruz is Jeremy's coach. He is a center stage athlete. And um, we will talk a little bit about this call out that happened online here in a second, but we definitely want to hear from the champ. Now, Jeremy Brandon goes way back. Um, and, you know, if you've seen some of his stats, you'll understand that he didn't come out of the gates winning, um, but he came out of the gates determined to get to the top of the mountain. And he has stayed there. And I tried I tried conquering that mountain last year uh, in 2018. And he, uh, he definitely comes in differently and he adapts and evolves to what he needs to do to stay on top. So mad respect. We've competed a few times, even not at, even at the Atlas, but at the Oklahoma Pro. And, and it's really interesting to hear you know just like you said Elliot you know we talk to each other we're friendly we're cordial we talk outside of the show as well and and that's one of the beautiful parts about our organization is when we make those friendships we're able to uh, to support each other now let's talk to Jeremy let's hear from the champ uh, I know that um, I'll, I'll just go ahead and start stirring the pot right now because the gloves are about to come off I heard before that you have uh, wanted to retire and um, it might have been uh, not even last year, but maybe the year before. And somehow, some way, something got you just to peek around the corner and see if you could go for a three-peat. So, Jeremy, let's hear a little bit about your background, your resume, because uh, you have a pretty established. And um, just, just for those young guns that uh, are a little bit, um, uh, how old are you now? I'm 44. Woo! So you could be yeah. some of these guys' dads. <laughs> I got you can say that. Let's hear about your history and let's know about Jeremy Brandon and where he came from. Tell us a little bit about you. Well, I started competing back in uh, 2015, I believe. And um, started with uh, MPC. I think I did maybe two shows with the MPC. I went over to GBO and started competing which like everybody else told you it's a lot different I mean it's more family orientated I felt real comfortable over there so I told coach hey this, this is where I'm gonna be competing but uh I did show after show and I was too big too big too big too big I mean I didn't stop there I, I did what I had to do to bring it down barely but I got it where I needed to get it to uh continue competing in the uh, beach body, but uh, not before I went on and did, <laughs> which was so embarrassing <laughs> to me. <laughs> I went on and did a, a classic show. And I got off stage. I, Chris was congratulating me. Man, good job, good job. First thing I told him, never again. <laughs> <laughs> never again. I'm going back to beach body. I gotta. I get it right. I get back in beach body. So what did you do after you got off the classic stage and get back on the Beachbody stage? I heard you lost um, 
you lost a little mass and, and muscle intentionally so you could fit uh -huh. in criteria. Tell me a little bit about, to, or tell us a little bit about how much you lost and really how that journey went. I'm not sure how much it was I lost. It, it was a lot. I mean, the mass came down. I, I didn't like it. I mean, I was complaining. Cruz, Cruz would tell you I was complaining. I didn't like it at all, but it was what I had to do to get down to where I wanted to be to keep competing with Beachbody. So, and I, I want to say it was a, a good 17 pounds um, that we brought him down. And, and when I say pounds, I mean, we are not talking fat with Jeremy Brandon. Jeremy Brandon will come in my office after the Atlas, you know, seven months later and be like, Cruz, I'm fat, man, but I, I got to do this show. And, I, you know, I'll clip him and he's like 4% body fat. So, you know, that's, that's his off-season fat. So when I say 17 pounds, I mean 17 pounds of actual muscle is what we yeah. brought him down. So, Kyle. Yep. You're in retirement right now. Is that correct? Well, I wouldn't say retirement. I say I, I guess you could say dormant. I can okay, say dormant. dormant. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, just pending. I'm just I'm just waiting for the best opportunity. You know, coming back to America is definitely something that's in the pipeline. But my priorities at the minute across in the UK, they've kind of changed in terms of my business and everything at the moment. I got to be honest. It's just getting everything aligned with what I want to do outside of competing. Um, and then potentially the right show, if it comes along, when, when it's going to, going to be. Um, that'll be the one that I'll go back to. But my eye is set and just thinking, GBO Atlas this year, would I really want to wait till next year? You know, it's, it's like now or never kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But yeah, for the time being, I'm just trying to focus on things. And in the meantime, getting things stirred up by certain people, as you may know what's going on there with Suki himself. <laughs> So yeah. well, here's my question. Why call out the three-time champ? Why is that the only reason to come back to the Atlas? Good question. I knew I was coming. I knew that was coming. <laughs> you know I'm going to be <laughs> savage, dude. Yeah. We're not letting you off the hook. It's it's on audio and video, so let's bring it. Yeah, let's man. see the real reason. Come on. I guess the first thing you've got to kind of think is, was it really a call-out? And this isn't me backing away on anything. Mm -hmm. You know, what, 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 my actual, what were my actual words? Elliot, would you like to uh, would you like to chime yeah. in here since you guys were talking? Yeah, Kyle said, if Jeremy competes, I will compete. That I don't I don't think that was necessarily Jeremy. I'm calling you out. You better get your ass back on stage. <laughs> that was <laughs> if you fancy it, then yeah, I'll, I'll fancy it as well. <laughs> it was a friendly challenge, meaning if the champ shows up, I might show up too. How's yeah, that? exactly that. Man, y'all are going to let me stir the pot in this. That's no fun. Come on now. <laughs> now, here's the other question. Let's say Jeremy does. Let's say Jeremy doesn't. We've got Ty Roll, who is uh, trending right now. We've got Hugo Arimo. We've got a bunch of new pros from this year, and we have a bunch of pros last year that are working in silence. So what's going to make the difference? I know you guys aren't showing up for second place. You're not showing up for third or fourth. Nobody wants to show up and lose. I get that. So, Kyle, what would you do differently this year to show up at your best? I need to still figure out what went wrong for me the first time. You know, I have a few things. And I would never, I'm never that type of competitor would ever kind of blame anything at anyone else. You know, if anything goes wrong, it's all on me. So I had good feedback from you guys. And I thought I knew something went wrong that didn't click right. So I need to make that right this time around. Um, whether it's my cars, my condition needs to be tighter because, you know, I'm known for having the muscle density. 
Um, there's a few things that I need to do. Some people may know I didn't turn up with my board shorts that I actually had planned and I got screwed off from that recently in particular over here in the UK. And um, they just came late. I was absolutely just not prepared enough. But that's me to be blame. I'm not passing blame on anybody else on whoever's selling them board shorts or anything like that. But yeah. coming back, I just think if I go back, I'd like to see Jeremy there. You know, I'll say it. Um, I'd also say it's not even just about Jeremy because I think people have kind of told up my words a bit to a different way and then have kind of brought in Tyrell to the whole thing as well. But me talking about Jeremy and Elliot when we were on this live, it was just about us guys, but it's not dismissing anyone else who was there because I always say everyone who's competed there, best I've ever seen, best show, people who are just so much bigger. So I kind of thought by the end of it, am I really going to get to the get to the finals, you know, with everything that went wrong in pre-judging in my head. But then I thought to myself, no, I'm a champion. You know, I've been there through adversity. I'm not going to kind of just back away. So I got my head on and I thought, you know, get back on track. And I know I'm a champion and I can win it. And as you were saying, it was very close between all of us. And on another day, it could be me to win. It could be Elliot, it could be Tyrell, it could be anyone else. So, yeah, I'm passionate about it and we'll see what happens. That's all I can say. Yeah. So, so to oh. your credit, you earned your trip to the U.S., yeah. There are other UK athletes that I know that you went up against that you beat to get to the Atlas. So it's not like anybody can just show up at the Atlas. So that's tremendous respect for what you've gone through last year in 2019. So, you know, I do give you that respect and that credit because I know what it takes, you know, based on what we're seeing these last few years, the competition every year gets tougher and tougher. You know, the 2017 Atlas is nothing like the 2019 and I have a feeling that, you know, the future atlases are going to be even better and better. So um, I, I commend you for that. And uh, I think that those are uh, those are really um, well-delivered words, very calculated. I like it. They're articulate. And I also think that, uh, you know, you coming in at your best, it's going to be dangerous if it was that close. Because, you know, let's say somebody shows up at 98% and you show up at 100%. Yep. That might be one or two points. Now... Ty, you've um, you've competed in how many atlases now? Oh man, three. You've competed in three. I'm not going to uh -huh. dig into your record, but I'd like for you to tell me how did you place your first atlas? Uh, first atlas, I placed fifth. Fifth. How did you do yeah. in your second? Uh, second, I believe I was seventh. You were seventh. Yeah, I was seventh. And you go from fifth to seventh. And by the way, so many athletes would say, man, I am not fit for this. Yeah. And yeah. I'm, I will tell you that I've seen your journey where you've been on top and you actually questioned and second guessed yourself and you go from fifth to seventh to third yeah. and you're only getting better. I mean, I think the people who you're following it, it's, it's very large in, in the U S but I also noticed that you have an international following too. And so yeah. a lot of people look at you and, and they see your workout and the way you train, you train heavy, you train hard. And um, I'm surprised you still have joints that let you get out of bed in the morning <laughs> based on the amount of weight I see you throw around. Yeah. dude. It, and I've, I've been up there training with you and I, I don't ugh, suicide squad, dude, suicide squad, <laughs> two 30 in the morning. You are yeah. at it. I mean, there is absolutely no doubt in my mind, you have the work ethic. So based on what you have uh, your successes from last year, What's going to be the difference for you in 2020? Uh, man, my focus is just getting fully dialed in. You know, uh, it's every every prep seems a little bit different as I'm progressing. Um, last prep was, man, it was just a, a ton of work. 
you know, it was a ton of work. I started at like 2.52, man. And I had to take time off and was just relaxing. And then I said, I'm going to get serious and I'm going to, I'm going to do this. Um, I have, like you said, we had that conversation where I thought about, uh, let me just, let me just transition. Uh, let me do this. Let me do that. Uh, this time around, um, man, I'm, I'm, I'm doing as I've done every year. I'm even if Jer whether Jeremy shows up or not, I'm still chasing after the, the, the elusive champ, you know, um, one thing I know I've, I've struggled with is coming in is dry. Um, you know, so, so for me, that's going to be my focus is coming in as dry as possible, um, to really, really expose more of the conditioning, show more detail. Um, because every year that I see, um, you know, God, everyone looks phenomenal, but for me, uh, that has been my advice. And that has been the hardest thing for me to, to achieve on a consistent basis is coming in ultra dry. Um, so that, that's going to be my focus is again, keeping the conditioning on point and coming in as dry as I can. I, uh, and, and now in my opinion, uh, I think at the storm, I thought you were tighter and drier at the storm than you yeah, were I, yeah. at, at the Atlas. So um, what did you do differently? What threw me off with the Atlas, uh, our, the schedule on the, on, the, on the show was in yeah. the evening. Yeah. And I was just like, man, maybe I can you know, have a little water. Uh, let me do yeah. this. It, and it, and it, it threw me off because I was I was dialed and I had this perfect this perfect formula for for getting up and going in the morning. You're, you're dry, you're tight, you cut off your water at a certain time. Everything's good. The carb load is on point. But then as I've drifted throughout the day, it just it seemed like I just I couldn't hold that yeah. that, it, that dryness. Yeah, I gotta tell you, the the having the the you know the show in the evening has been a challenge uh, as coach, and, and I know uh, Jeremy shaking his head and rolling his eyes, but that's because um, <laughs> I, it, it it it's rough uh, keeping you dry throughout the day and all that. So I mean, you just have to do things a little bit more drastically. So and then you get into the the problem of probably spilling over, you know, if you're doing yeah. too much. So it's it's man, you got you gotta stay on top of it like like crazy with that type of schedule. So. So yeah, so uh, so hopefully you kind of learn some things and uh, oh, yeah. know what to do next time. Most definitely. Yeah. Good. So Elliot, you um, are you in for the next Atlas? Hundred percent. I was never out. <laughs> There's no question in your mind, right? No, no, Which no. I love. And so for you, you, you travel. Are you a personal trainer as well? Yeah. Yeah, personal trainer, online coach as well. Yeah. Got it. How is it for you traveling over here? Um, do you have, um, what are some of the challenges that you face? I mean, do you, do you hold water? Are you tightest in the morning? Cause you have a huge time change on your hands Yeah, and that that's a long flight. So how does that work for you? So to be honest, that was something that I was absolutely like, my head was beside itself because I, I'll fly, I'll fly on holiday to Spain with my missus and I'll, my ankles would be watery by the time I get there. And I was like, this is like a 10 and a half hour flight. What, what am I going to, I was like, I need to be in a full compression suit. I need flight stop summing up all my quad. I need everything. But to be honest, this is something where having a coach was just the exact remedy that I needed. He was like, shut up, stop being silly. When you're flying on holiday with your missus, chances are you're probably eating junk food. You're zero carbs. I was zero carbs from Monday. We flew on Thursday. So I was still zero carbs for the full flight. Um, and I didn't, touch any carbs till Friday morning. So, wow. and I, I, 
genuinely got had was drier when I landed in America than when I left the UK. So I was I was literally praying that full flight. I was like getting up, walking around, shaking my legs. I was like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. And I was like, check objects in the toilet in the, in the airplane mirror and stuff. And I was just like, please, please, please stick around. But it did. So yeah, that's that was that was a big deal for me. So fingers crossed that's kind of put my mind at ease on the traveling thing. So I know that if I go there with with not a gram of carbs in my body. I'm, I'm going to be on, on the money. How, how, how early did you uh, get to the States, Elliot? Because, uh, you know, having, having my clients, even when they're just driving to a show just from, uh, let's say, Beaumont to Houston, Houston to Dallas, I like them to try and get to, the, the, to their hotel on, like, Thursday night, you know, uh, just yeah. to lay up and be drying out and all that stuff. So, but yeah, definitely the flight over. Uh, and, and I experienced this when we had to go to Hawaii with some clients. It was kind of crazy, you know, uh, getting water off everybody off through the flight. Yeah. So so how early did, did you arrive here so, in the States? To be honest, it wasn't that early at all, was it, Carl? Like, we got there Thursday afternoon, but then had, like, a three-hour yeah. bus journey from there with, like, um, stops at the shops, stops at all kinds yeah. of stuff on the way. So it took us, like, three and a half hours from getting on the uh, – getting off the plane – to then actually to uh, to the like the villa where we were staying, and then even when we were there, everyone was still kind of buzzing about. Everyone wasn't because we were staying in a sick villa, so everyone was like pumped to be at this place. We weren't like get down in bed, get the feet up. You know what I mean? So it was just a case of all right, let's let's enjoy the moment. And to be honest, that was one of the biggest things for me is not stressing about my physique is one of the biggest things right. that keeps it on point. If if uh, if my mind does go like somewhere different, then and like oh my god, I don't know, I don't know what's going to be happening here. Then chances are it might not kind of play out as I want it to. So it was nice to just have my mind off it, go to sleep, wake up the next morning, and, and, and feel good. Yeah, I've I've seen quite a few pictures and videos you guys are posting from from the villa, the places y'all stay. Man, I ain't gonna lie, uh, Matt Storm. We're gonna have to go crash uh, one of these places one year because I, I, I get a little jealous, man. I mean, they're, they're still they're getting set up pretty good, man. I think I know where they're staying this year, and uh, that's only uh, about twenty minutes away from where I live. So, yeah, you never know what might happen, but you know, uh, Elliot. Let me ask you: How do you feel you came in for twenty nineteen? Would you come in like that again? And did you feel good about the package that you brought? Um, it was definitely the best I'd ever looked. Personally, um, well, I'd, I'd competed six year, uh, six shows in 2019, so I'd been dieting the full year, and that was coming off. The Atlas was actually coming off the back of four shows as a lead up to the Atlas was the fourth show. So, um, I actually peaked. I think, well, me and my coach think that I actually peaked to perfection for that Atlas. But all in all, I just wasn't big enough. Like that was that was one of the biggest things. I'm never going to be one of the biggest guys on stages. No way on earth I can compete with the likes of you three. Like on there right now, like you're all heavier than me. I was like 75 kilos on stage, so I was I was 75 kilos. I was peeled. I was absolutely shredded to the bone. But I need I need more muscle mass, and that was the exact feedback that you guys gave me. And so hopefully I'm doing everything I possibly can right now to to pack a bit more on. You mentioned something that the other guys uh, seem to not have the issue with, and, and they came in too big. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, for us small little fellas, it's tough for us to hold on to muscle 
And, you know, we can get the conditioning. We can nail that. And it yeah. seems for the bigger guys, you know, with the exception of Jeremy, Jeremy can come in conditioned and full, which is, you know, I, I guess the timing is it has to be very precise and accurate. So, you know, for, for you to put on more mass, I mean, you brought, I mean, I was, I was looking at your intercostals and serratus and I was like, wow, you know, you, you look at a guy like Hakeem Benjamin out of Pulse, or you look at uh, Lazarus Cremetti. You know, these guys have the conditioning. They have a great V taper. They're not going to be the biggest guys on stage just by nature because they're in, you know, just those natural ectomorphic bodies and they're almost maxed out. So, you know, it's very interesting to see because I know they placed in the top 10 too. And, uh, you know, those are guys that are talking. And, and so um, that, that's good to know that, you know, how you came in and you don't have to share your secrets on how you're coming in next time. But what it sounds from what it, it at least sounds like is you need to uh, put on a few more uh, pounds of muscle and keep your conditioning to yeah. see what you can do to uh, make that top of the mountain. Definitely. Yeah, that's that's one thing that, you know, I was going to say that you and I said this last week's show, I believe that uh, with uh, Jeanette, I believe uh, you had that longer frame. So you've got more to fill out, you know, so when you're up on stage and you, if you don't have that muscle density and all that, it's just not going to pop as much as like, let's say, Jeremy's does. So so I mean, yeah, conditioning was spot on, but but just bringing in more size on your frame, uh, you know, that's that that's going to be uh, huge for you. Because uh, one thing I always, always say, Jeremy, you know, when Jeremy walks out and hits that front shot and them lats just, just hang from under his arms, man, it's game over. I mean, because he, he just shows that muscle density and the good round delts and the lats, that V taper is just full, it's thick, and it's, it, it's ripped, it's shredded. So that, you know, he, he has the muscle on his frame, the muscle density. Um, and that, that is the only thing, man, that, that uh, I would love to see you have more of. Um, yeah. He's also got 20 years on me. Don't, don't, don't get that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and you know what? That, <laughs> you know what? That's the scary part, dude, because uh, seeing you in 20 years and then, you know, Kyle's yeah. already laughing too, but he's almost in the same boat, dude. I mean, y'all, y'all's future in this is, is stupid. I mean, you know, Jeremy Brandon in bodybuilding, I, I consider in the 40s your prime. You know, you guys are still playing with this. Y'all, y'all, y'all got so much to go that y'all are going to be able to do whatever the hell y'all want to do with this, you know? So, so yeah, so keep at it, man. We, we hope to see y'all coming back every year for the next 20 years. And there's no bias coming from that coach or anything either. So uh, there's no favorites, right? It's all objective. Now um, this, this leads to the big question, Jeremy Brandon, will you grace the stage again? Oh, I'll say it like this. I'll say it like this. Uh, when I do compete, this might sound weird, but I don't really compete against other athletes. Mm -hmm. I compete against Jeremy last year, and Jeremy the year before. And I set myself for three atlases. I got those three atlases. And I also have a kid his age, Kyle's age. I have a kid his age. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I have nothing else to prove, really. True. I don't have anything to prove. But I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to leave it at that. I also told Cruz two times before I was retiring. And like let me just I go ahead and clarify what I heard, Jeremy. I apologize for interrupting. I heard when I compete. Not if yeah. I ever compete again. I'm when just I'm saying. Stage. <laughs> I'm just saying. 
I'm not, I'm not cornering you into saying yes or no, because I don't think we're going to get that answer out of you, which I totally respect and totally understand, but you're saying there's a chance. Well, like I said, I told Cruz 2004 that I was retiring. You take that how you want to. (laughs) I like it. That is, that is saucy, dude. That is saucy. So, um, Kyle, uh, what are you reading into that? And by the way, for some reason, I can't see any part of your face, but that's totally cool. Just keep talking. We can hear you. <laughs> What'd you do? Turn off all the lights? <laughs> Honestly, I think two light bulbs have just blown out just before this. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's electric in here. <laughs> oh, man. I need to sort that out. Um, no, that's credit to the champ. You know, three times. If I, I, I like three as a number as opposed to four. Um, and like he says, he's got nothing to prove. I say if I'm going out there again, it's it's not as everyone's hyping it up to be to beat Jeremy. It's to get the number one spot at the end of the day. It doesn't matter who it is, if it's going to be between me, Elliot, Tyrell, anyone else who's not been at GBO before, who's new to it, it's number one spot. It's the top thing. That's why I'm not traveling across the, the whole world to have this vendetta with Jeremy. You know, he's had his his time. And if he wants to come back on stage again, I'll see him there. And it's whoever, anyone else. It's everyone gets the same respect, but if you know me as a competitor, you know, I think I'm a humble person, you know, I'm in the zone, I'm there focused on me. And like I say, it's when I went to the Atlas, I definitely didn't bring my best package personally. I think the NFM show that I did in the May last year beforehand was my best. Um, so my idea now is if I come back, I have to be, be better than May, not better than what I was in the Atlas. I think if I'm there as, as that physique or even better, I truly believe I'm untouchable. I will say that word. I like you know, it. As long as I'm in the zone, that's that's me. I like it. So you'd like to see a Jeremy Brandon on stage. Ty Roll, would you like to see a Jeremy Brandon on stage? Man, I would love to see a Jeremy Brandon on stage. No doubt about it. I respect the man. I look up to the man. We, we chat off and on here and there. And, and uh, man, he, I, I told him I was, I was man, I'm, I'm coming. Last year I told him I was coming. You know, I, I didn't fall through. If he steps on stage this year, it's the same story. I'm coming. So you know, if he, if he, I, I, it's in his blood. You can see it in his eyes. He's not done. He's not done. He's just saying that he's not done. You know, and 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 hats off and appreciation goes to Kyle, even though you're. Your, your verbiage and your, your comments weren't necessarily calling him out. I think that's the fire we needed, um, you know, to kind of have him think about it a little bit. You know, I, I, I'd love to see everybody on stage, man. I, and I, I'm excited to see some of the other guys I know that chat with me and talk with me. The Caesar brothers, they're, they're calling me out low key in the, in the DMs and saying they're coming. And there's a lot of, there's a lot, man, there's a lot of guys that want this bad. So, um, you know, uh, whether they're, they're, they're chasing the beat, their own physique or chasing the beat, uh, Jeremy or wh- whoever's going to be crowned king next, man, it's, it's going to be intense. Yeah. Elliot, would you like to see a Jeremy Brandon on stage? Yeah, of course, 100%. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be right. Like, it'll be, I think it would be a different story if, 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 the, if we all did get back on stage and say, for example, one of us, one of us did knock him off the top spot, then it, w- it would be a different story, wouldn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like, if he didn't show up, people would just say, oh, well, what happens if Jeremy was there? 
yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah. Would be, that would be a big thing, do you know what I mean? Because people would be like, well, would would that first place guy, what, oh, but what happens if Jeremy, if Jeremy was 100% there, would, would he have done it? Do you know what I mean? So 100%, let's get us all up 100% and, and see who takes it. Chris Cruz, do you have any words on that? Um, <laughs> well, see, what, what I know with Jeremy ain't telling y'all is, the, you know, his wife, Belinda, um, you know, I'll get a phone call from her every now and then. And, uh, <laughs> you know, that, that kind of really sets the pace for what's going on. <laughs> it sets the pace for all of us. <laughs> yeah, right. So, um, so yeah, no, I mean, Jer- Jeremy, if Jeremy wants to, Jerry, Jeremy can come and, um, and, and do what he does. The, the, the biggest thing on my end is going to be is bringing something different. So, um, I mean, we've, we've, you know, I've, we've, he, we brought a different package almost every year to the Atlas and, and topping this last one's going to be, um, going to be a little harder, but, uh, the way Jeremy works, man, and the way his body responds, it, it's, it's definitely doable. But, you know, again, it, it's on Jeremy's plate, man. He, he knows where my office is. He can come in anytime. So Chris, you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> oh boy. It's obviously happening. Come on. <laughs> now, I got to tell you, you know, I've, I've heard people say they're going to retire and they mean it. And, you know, I, I, there is not a four-time champion in our organization. Frankly, um, there's a three-time champion, but it's on the female side. And, you know, if there was a Hall of Fame for GBO, which we are, um, yeah, and so Chris just point, he wasn't raising his hand. He was pointing to Mrs. Atlas, El Supporter, which deserves praise for standard bodybuilding and classic bodybuilding. Um, and that's a whole nother, uh, episode that we're going to probably dig into when, uh, you know, we kind of alternate back and forth with the ladies and the guys, we had to put the ladies first, of course, but you know, I mean, if there was a GBO hall of fame, which somebody's pushing for that, I don't know who, uh, but I think that might happen. I think Jeremy would cement his name in that pretty easily knowing that he had to evolve. He had to change and he did, and he delivered. And that's one of those things to where, you know, if you think about a Mike Tyson, you know, this is a guy who knocked out guys much bigger, much more powerful, but man, he packed a punch. And for him to come out of retirement, man, isn't that weird how Evander Holyfield and Mike Tyson are coming out of retirement? And they're old. Uh, Jeremy's not that old. Jeremy doesn't have gray hair, do you? Yes, I do. When I grow. Okay. Yeah, okay. (laughs) I I do too. So that's why I'm wearing the hat. But um, I get you, man. And and so the fact is, I guess we just don't know what's going to happen until it happens. And that's a okay because, you know, obviously with the uncertainty of possibly even UK coming over, that's one of those, you know, variable factors too. We, we, we get that. And so as we look into this, um, I would be curious, Jeremy, um, what would be in it for you if you were to come back? What, what do you have left to prove? Because it seems like you've proved everything to yourself when you originally set your goal. I have, I mean, it's really nothing left to prove, uh, like I said, I'm always competing against myself. I'm, I may look at pictures, videos, or cruiser get in my ear and <laughs> spark me up, and that's it. I'm going back to the stage. You never know. I, I, I can tell you how it's going to happen if it's going to happen. He's going to look in the mirror after eating the Belinda's meals all the time, and uh, he's, he's going to say – he's going to call me. He's going to text me, actually, and it's going to say, uh, Coach, I'm fluffy. Let's do the Atlas. <laughs> and that's and that's that's how his brain works. So then, yeah. 
Well, guys, highly informative. Uh, we're going to give you the last word. Kyle, you're first with the last word, but it's not the last last. It's just going to be your last word. What you got? <sighs> last, last word. Just one word? One sentence? No, I mean, you you could go. I mean, we're giving you time. Yeah. This is your platform. It could be a novel. Right, so... <laughs> I guess we'll see how everything goes with lockdown, with um, the whole situation around the world. Um, we'll see where my own mindset is personally in terms of can I get myself in the right gear to in the right frame of mind to get from third gear, which I believe I've only just been into. I believe I've got five gears to hit in my competing career and I think I've only hit third. Can I get into fourth? If I can get into fourth gear at least by the time the Atlas comes, then I'm there. I'm definitely there. If I know that in my mind, I'll know that I'll get there. Yeah. So... We'll see, guys. We'll see. All right. so I don't want to say too much. I don't want to say too much. <laughs> That's okay. Hey, you could say anything you want. This is a, a free country over here and over there, too. So, Tyrell, <laughs> your last word. Uh, man, last words. Uh, man, I, I, I highly respect all of you on this. I mean, you guys are, are awesome, man. Chris, uh, an amazing coach. You know, you've had so many competitors hit the stage win after win. Kyle Elliott, man, when I first saw you guys, I was like, oh boy, oh boy, this is going to be rough. Right, you guys are diced up, man. You guys look great. Of course, the champ, Jeremy Brandon, man, I've always looked up to you, bro. You don't, you may not realize, I always like, man, how does he come in looking like that? Every year, I'm like, I'm looking at last year and being like, thinking like, I'm going to beat this guy, how he looks then. And then he comes looking like some kind of crazy maniac, some kind of animal. And I'm just like, shit. So, you know, my final word is I would love, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just like Kyle on this one, but I'm going to say I would love, I'd be honored to see, to step on stage once again with Jeremy Brandon for an opportunity, um, you know, to, to see if I can, I can get to that level, you know, an honor to get on stage with Kyle Green, an honor to get on stage with Elliot Robinson, uh, man, everyone looked absolutely phenomenal. And Matt will tell you, I was talking to him backstage, like, dude, I don't even know. If I'm in the top five, I don't know. Everyone looks phenomenal. So I'm excited to see what Atlas is going to bring this year, not only from you guys, but all the other guys that are, that are you know, hitting me up and saying that they're coming to. Um, those are my last words. I'm excited. And I'm, I'm going to be there, you know, no doubt. So I'm going to be at the Storm and I'm going to be at the Atlas. So that's so you do it. Show. Last time I checked, your commitment is in, locked and loaded for three weeks before the Atlas. So that's kind of your uh, your warm up and your statement, right? Absolutely. All right. Very cool. Elliot. Sick. Well, obviously, following on from last year's Atlas, it was a, a similar repeat to the previous time where Carl actually beat me in a May show. And I said, I'm coming back for the top spot. And so that's exactly what's going to happen this time. That's the plan. That's, let's, let's hope I can make that happen because I'm doing everything I possibly can that you guys have told me to do to bring back a winning physique. And that's obviously what I intend to do. We all go out for first place, you know what I mean? We do not step on that stage for anything but that. If we, if we didn't, then you wouldn't be a champion anyway, would you? But exactly like Ty said, I really appreciate that, mate. Like, massively respect you guys and every single other guy and everyone involved in GBO to be honest with you because you guys are a bunch of legends man the, the kind of family atmosphere is wicked and we can we can talk all we want on here but it's it's up to that day and what whoever brings what on the day that's who's going to come out on top so 
that's my final word on that. Any given Sunday, right? You know, and it's a game of inches. Well, this is also a game of inches, it seems like. <laughs> you know, there's it's very interesting before Jeremy gets in. We've had two UK guys and two US guys. And um, you guys are ultra respectful, man. This is like no fun to like listen to because you're so nice. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. You guys, you guys are absolutely, you know, and that's the mutual respect that you have for each other. So, you know, that's one of the most impressive things about your character and really just about your integrity, because I knew Kyle's intention wasn't to call out. I know Suki's intention was to call out <laughs> so, and Suki's on here. He's blowing up the, uh, the feed. So, um, you know, I, I just had to see if there was anything that might come out that might, you know, poke the bear out. But, um, Mr. Mr. Atlas last word, three-time world champion, $9,000 in prize money, nine K so far. Go ahead. And I'm, I'm going to say this. I got I got respect for anybody that hits that stage. A uh, little secret about me, I'm not a people's person. I hate the mic. I hate the camera. It's, I don't know how I get on that stage, but I do, and I, and I love the stage. But uh, I got mad respect for everybody that's able to get on that stage and do what they do. And who knows what's going to happen? We'll see. You know, you're one of the hardest guys to read because you, you just, I mean, seriously, you speak what's your, on your mind and you're done. I mean, there is no elaboration. You're like, you just can't read what you're thinking. You got to poke. You need to be playing poker. Cruz can read me. Cruz can read me. By the way, just out of curiosity, what do you answer. do for a living, Jeremy? I'm a truck driver. So you're the only guy on here that's not a personal trainer or me. So I'm we have personal four personal trainer. trainers on here and you're a truck driver and you make it happen. Well, personal trainer, I just, like I said, I'm not a people's person. I choose not to, not to train. It's, it's not for me. <laughs> got it. Got it. Chris Cruz's, uh, Chris Cruz's last word. What you got? Well, I mean, first of all, man, this is awesome because, I mean, we've got Jeremy and, and Ty who uh, pretty much represents the, the older uh, little generation of this. And then you got the younger guys, Kyle and Elliot. So I, I, I think that's awesome in itself. Um, that we've got both ends of that spectrum. I mean, we've got the, guy, the guys doing it now, and the guys that are going to do it for the next, hopefully, 20 years. Um, with that said, we've also got the top four of five in the world right here that we're talking to. And, and, but here's the deal. Um, from what I've seen, um, especially in our pro shows, men's beach body has <laughs> it's been a very competitive class. Um, and we're, we're not talking about with just five guys. I mean, I've seen that stage with – 10, 15 guys, and, and man, they're all bringing it. They're bringing the fire, the attitude, uh, the conditioning. I mean, it, it's really hard to separate the guys. Um, so there, there's uh, this class alone has so much potential of, of superstars and all that. And, and man, it's, you know, it, it, it's very exciting to sit and watch what's going to happen um, because the, this, this class in the GBO has been just phenomenal and very competitive. So, um, you know, next year, you know, uh, Kyle and Elliot may not be sitting here. We may be talking to somebody else. I, I hope that's not the case, but, but I strongly believe there's that much potential in the GBO in this division. Yeah. So, you know, we talk about passing the torch a lot and, you know, even though we're five years old, we're not a new organization because as you got the feeling that we're very established in the uh, quality and quantity of athletes that we have here and all across the world. And, you know, eventually there is going to be a torch passing. 
you know, uh, nobody can stay on top forever. Right. And, you know, it, when it's time, it's time. And it's really interesting to hear, you know, Chris's thoughts, especially with, with Cruz, knowing that, you know, Jeremy is, you know, has already accomplished what he wants to accomplish. So anything else is a free roll. You know, it's kind of like Brett Favre. Do you go out on top, you know, or do you come back and, and really see what's left in the tank? So I know that's kind of an internal conflict. And um, it's, it's, really, it's really a blessing to have you guys. You know, uh, one of the things that Victor Barnwell uh, commented and Cruz saw it, He's like, why do you have a Bible right next to, you know, your, your setup? And so, you know, my, my response is very simple. Chris Proctor, because you never know what's going to come out of his mouth. So I'm saying a prayer every time that he, you know, speaks. And I'm like, let's just make it like, you know, family friendly, noteworthy and all that. This is a pretty tame and this is a pretty um, very interesting uh, take on it. So I appreciate you guys. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm hoping crossing my fingers for just Europe in general, that things start to ease up as I know that this is a super big challenge for you guys. Uh, what's interesting is all four of us are from Texas. So Texas is opening up. Our gyms opened up Monday. And so a lot of our therapy is kind of getting back into the rhythm and groove. And so we're very thankful for that. And, uh, you know, we wish you guys the best and in hopes that, uh, you know, we can have more of these conversations uh, and, you know, just ultimately build the relationship in the organization together uh, with you guys. So you guys are a very important part of the GBO. You know, what, what the UK is bringing is something that is a dynamic that no one has ever seen, very similar to South America and Central America, you know, Mexico, um, you know, Peru. I, I know that we talk about Brazil and Ecuador. We in Colombia, we've got all these different countries, which I know they're watching, too. As a matter of fact, I'm, I'm getting messages from them and they're like, so. We're not in the conversation yet, but we will be. And I love that camaraderie because for you guys, you guys are in the mix. You're in the talk every time. And you guys are the example. What you guys do sets the tone for the organization in that division. And uh, we're just really fortunate to have you guys. So, you know, thank you very much for your time. And uh, I know, Jeremy, you pulled over to do this and you're like, oh, boy. And so I, you know, I, I can't thank you enough champ. And, uh, you know, I appreciate you and, and whatever your decision is, obviously we respect, I, I think that, uh, it's pretty clear that we love having you here. So if there is a way that that can happen, maybe there's a 2% chance, uh, we might just look at your hat and say, maybe it becomes a hundred percent soon to, uh, to, to wrap up. Uh, I I'm, I'm really excited. So here's what I'd like to do for you guys. You got the last word. If you, um, you know, have an Instagram that people want to follow, Kyle, what can they follow? Kyle Green Fitness. Kyle Green what? Fitness. Okay. F Kyle Green Fitness. Ty. GBO Pro Ty. underscore Ty Roll. GBO underscore Ty Roll. GBO, GBO Pro. Pro underscore Ty Roll. Elliot. Just Elliot Robinson Fitness. That's easy, dude. Yeah. And by the way, let's clarify Elliot because Elliot is spelled E double L I O T. One T, not two. One T. Uh. Man, you guys do really well with the doubles. Jeanette was like J E A double N double T. And I'm like, man, you guys say it over there too. Cool. All right. Yeah, Jeremy. Hey, before wait, wait, wait. Before we get to Jeremy's, I, I gotta say something. Uh -oh. Jeremy, dude, your your usernames and all that, they're way too damn long, brother. <laughs> I, dude, Belinda's fault, man. Belinda yeah, you're it. you're the hardest dude to search when I'm trying to tag and whatever, dude. I mean, I ain't gonna lie, sometimes I just leave you out. 
Hey, I'm, I'm waiting on this from you. <laughs> it's been bugging me for years, dude. <laughs> By the way, what is your Insta, Jeremy? Brandon. Anything else? Well, guys, I don't know how we do this, but we managed to, to contain this within an hour. Um, thank you guys so much. And uh, we've got a little surprise for episode seven coming up next week, as I will not announce, but you'll just have to stay tuned on uh, a lot of these. And by the way, I do want to give a shout out to Lisa Bella Ramsey. Obviously, she is one of our sponsors for Bella Glam and uh, in Liquid Sunrays and Show Glow. She made uh, the poster for you guys uh, that we've been uh, that we've been announcing all over the place that you guys have been sharing. She's been doing excellent work. Uh, she does that every week. And so Gustavo Santiago in Florida also does posts and he is super creative. So really you're getting double the exposure. These guys are volunteering their services and time to make these. And we just can't thank them enough. Uh, Gustavo, uh, you know, helps run the GBO Florida page and the Gator Classic and the Miami Classic. And uh, Lisa is our uh, brand new director of Nevada with Scott, which um, they, they tan all of our shows. We're incredibly fortunate to have them in the leadership role that they are. And they're extremely excited about the SPI Fit Expo coming up in September as well. So, uh, you know, share, share a little love with them uh, as well if, if you can. But uh, I am, I'm so looking forward to what's going to happen here in the next six months as I know things are looking up. And, um, you know, we wish you guys the best. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Right. Thank you, Matt. Guys, take care. Enjoy. We'll talk soon. Peace Thanks. Thanks.